0: foundations
1: Okay, so the Levites were uh, selected for this very high sacred role of being priest in priesthood, serving God in a very close, intimate way, something that the people were never allowed to do as individuals from, you know, all the other
0: tribes. Foundations: Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robo Robinson and Mandy Warby. been learning about the different religious groups or denominations such as the scribes and Pharisees within Judaism. Last time we learned about the Sanhedrin, which was very much like a court system throughout Israel to adjudicate legal matters. The great Sanhedrin being led by the high priest from the tribe of Levi. This time we're going to learn about this specific tribe because it held a very special role within the nation of Israel.
1: Yeah, we know that the, the Levites were very much the priestly tribe within the tribes of Israel, but... Not many of us know actually how they actually came to be selected as the priestly tribe. I think I assumed that they were chosen as the priestly tribe because Moses was the one who led them out of slavery and Moses was a Levite and his brother Aaron was a Levite Mm -hmm. and I just assumed that that was the case. But do you remember the uh, story of Israel sinning when they they worshipped the golden calf when Moses was up the mountain getting the commandments? Yeah. When Moses came down, he, he saw the wickedness and he had to deal with those who were the most sinful or who wouldn't repent.
0: Yeah, so that was in Exodus 32 that we uh, see this story. It's, uh, I'll read a couple of verses from this, uh, verse 26 and 27. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered together to him. He said to them, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, every man of you put his sword upon his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate in the camp and kill every man his brother and every man his friend and every man his neighbor. So the sons of Levi did as Moses instructed and about 3,000 men of the people fell that day. So it's a fairly brutal event that took place and I guess you can see God's wanting to judge the sin. But also, of course, you can see the Levites putting their hand up and saying, we want to be righteous in this situation.
1: And it's actually th- that particular event that many within the religious Jewish community down through the years, they believe that was the pivotal event that said, mm. where God said, right, this tribe, they stood for righteousness and therefore they get a very select and sacred calling mm. from within the whole nation itself. Yeah. So that's what they think, although I do got to say that at the same time, it's a little bit curious because Aaron, who was the Levite and the priest or the spokesperson for God at that time, who actually told the people, yeah, no worries, bring all
0: your jewellery and earrings and stuff. He formed the golden calf. He
1: formed the golden (laughs) calf that they sinned against. But I I guess that shows the mercy of God. Mm. He did have a judgment. He didn't get to go into the promised land, but he didn't lose his his position or his role. Um, But I, I do actually find that. Pretty interesting, if you like. So when God actually did choose the Levites for this very special priestly role, again, the stone tablets containing the commandments uh, that Moses had written when he trekked up the holy mountain the first time. And then, of course, he had to destroy them because in, did, did you know that if he didn't destroy them, those very laws would have condemned everybody? Mm, they were yeah, all, right. all the people who were just sinning would have been completely condemned to death. And he broke those laws. It was almost like, I can't bring these mm. down because every man, everybody in my whole nation is going to be condemned. Yeah, that's right. It was it was kind of like an act of mercy. So I've heard mm. that said. Um, and so uh, another set then had to be written, of course. And then, of course, the Ark of the Covenant was also constructed, which the tablets would then be stored in. But again, it's believed that that was the event that meant that the, the Levites got selected to be that priestly, uh, very holy tribe.
0: Well, we read again about the Levites in uh, Deuteronomy 10, uh, in verses 8 and 9, it says, At that time the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord to serve him and to bless in his name until this day. Therefore Levi doesn't have a portion or inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance, just as the Lord your God spoke to him.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of funny, isn't it? All the rest of the tribes, they get, a land portion promised, mm. and the Levites who were faithful, they get zippo.
0: Yeah, that's right. Just well, the Lord is your inheritance. The Lord, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, sounds lovely, zippo. but it's like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, but what what is that actually in how practical am I, terms? How
1: am I, where am I going to live, and how am I, how do I grow my veggies? Mm. Okay, so the Levites were uh, selected for this very high sacred role of being priest and priesthood, serving God in a very close, intimate way. Something that the people were never allowed to do as individuals from you know all the other tribes. They wouldn't get this tribal land allotment like the rest of the tribes. God was going to be their inheritance. So it's a very, very special relationship that God had with this particular tribe. The rest of the tribes actually would have the responsibility of ensuring that their priestly brothers were well taken care of. Now, there were divisions within the Levites, but they were mostly familial For example, the only Levites that could actually fill the role of the priests, as we've mentioned a number of times before, was the member of Aaron and Moses' family line, their bloodline. Aaron, Moses' brother, was the very first high priest. His sons were the first regular priests. Remember what happened to them?
0: So yeah, they offered strange fire before the Lord and God struck them dead, didn't he?
1: Yeah, so you can you can kind of see that when it came to the priests who were literally the go-between between God and man, there was no room for anybody to go and do their own thing. It was a very high calling, but it was a, a costly calling yeah. as well.
0: And I guess it also is important to remember that they were sinners. I mean, obviously we see that example with the, the two brothers there, but they were only human, and so they're just like the rest of us. Uh, they were sinners, so they had these flaws within the family line uh, that had to be dealt with along the way as well.
1: And it's interesting too with the sacrificial system because God knew that these people were sinners. So if they did the wrong thing, they could still repent. They'd have to go and offer sacrifices mm. for themselves. But that didn't mean that they were never going to be sinful because they were yeah. priests.
0: Well, again, you know? you've you've got Eli and his sons, which is a bit further down the line. But I mean, yeah. they were terribly sinful. You know, They and- really
1: were. And it was actually their sin. I mean, they were basically, well, it doesn't say they were raping the women, but they were molesting women who were mm. coming to the tabernacle to offer sacrifices. This is when Israel's first capital was at Shiloh, or Shiloh and the tabernacle was established there yeah. after they'd come into the land, and Eli and his sons, and, and he knew it. That yes. was the thing. He knew what they were doing. They were uh, ripping the people off, they were crooks. Mm. And that was also the time when little Samuel was born, the miracle baby to Hannah. And then Samuel, basically, he actually came from the tribe of Ephraim. So he actually took on the role of a prophet. Mm. I don't know if he fulfilled the role of the priest, but he definitely filled the role of of prophet Mm. um, and seer before the people. And that was where the family line of Eli was pretty much cut off, yeah. and then the family line or the bloodline for priests moved through uh, the priestly line of Zadok mm. in day, by the time David had arrived. Because yeah, you right. went from um, Eli's family, then through Samuel, then to David's line, who then selected Zadok. Yeah. It's really interesting. So Samuel took on sort of like a, he was like a bridging act because he was considered one of the, the judges yeah. of Israel as well.
0: So was he actually adopted into Eli's family or was he always uh, of the tribe of Ephraim?
1: He was always of the tribe of Ephraim, but he was raised, he was given to the Lord because mm. he was a gift that was came as a promise from God. Yeah. And remember his mum Hannah said, if you give me a son, I'll give him to you. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't adopted into the tribe, but he was kind of maybe adopted into Eli's family and raised to be a seer Yeah, incredible story really
0: we're going to continue looking at the Levites in the next program and particularly asking the question about the priest if you weren't of the family that were priests what did the rest of the Levites do? We'll answer that question next time on Foundation.